Hey everyone, my name's Davis and welcome to the ninth episode of the Airballers podcast. Sadly, the Grizzlies were unable to maintain that momentum from the Thunder win into Sunday's Raptors game. But hopefully, with the final two games against Boston and Milwaukee, we can bank on them resting their best players as both teams have clinched their spots in the Eastern Conference playoffs. To recap last episode, I talked about the Thunder win, but also gave high praise to this Raptors team in terms of their defense, discipline, and dominance, and they delivered on all of those things against the Grizzlies. When it came to this Raptors defense, I was so entertained. They are so fun to watch. They are so good at literally everything when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. And to be honest, I haven't watched many Raptors games this year, but I definitely regret not doing that. The Raptors had an answer for literally everything the Grizzlies did. Somehow they were able to double team almost every possession, yet not weaken the defense by doing so. They were able to guard the perimeter, guard the paint, pack the paint. Everybody on the floor was big, quick, athletic, skilled. They had great length, their hands, their footwork. Everything was basically perfect. It was very impressive to watch. I was honestly impressed though with the Grizzlies and their performance against this Raptors defense as though it appeared that the Raptors were definitely making it very difficult for the Grizzlies to be effective offensively in this game. They still remained in the game for almost the entire game and only ended up losing by 9. With this Raptors team causing a lot of steals with them being one of the steal leaders in the league, honestly the Grizzlies were able to keep up when it came to steals and turnovers as Toronto had 17 steals for the game while Memphis had 14 of their own and we were able to flip over the turnovers on its head with us having 22 turnovers but the Raptors having 25. We were able to be suffocating on our end of the floor like we did in that Thunder game against a suffocating defensive team as well. And so it was great to see the progression and the skill that we learned from that Thunder game to be brought over into this Raptors game, even though it was very overshadowed by this Raptors defense. So the next thing worth noting, like any fantastic experienced team, was their incredible discipline. The Raptors were incredibly disciplined in every facet of their game, but the most notable was their fouls. The Raptors were fouling so many times on this Grizzlies team and they were getting exactly the fouls they wanted when they wanted to and as a result they were able to get over twice the amount of free throw attempts versus this Grizzlies team. I mean the Raptors were able to flip the advice I gave the Grizzlies on its head and did it exactly to the Grizzlies as I talked about how the Grizzlies very much need to take advantage of when the Raptors pack the paint and draw those fouls with all the bodies around them but instead the Raptors did that with us is when we packed the paint the Raptors were able to use the bodies around them and all the arms around them to draw exactly the fouls they wanted. Honestly, there's very little to discuss over discipline with this Raptors team. It's very self-explanatory, but I definitely want to touch on the Grizzlies and their lack of discipline, most notably Dylan Brooks. Like I said in previous episodes, I don't want to rip on Dylan too much, but at this point, it's just borderline negligence from him and the coaching staff. More than once this game, he was literally triple teamed with ample time on the shot clock, yet he still shot the shot with players like Grayson, who is a fantastic three-point specialist, open, so at this point, it's just negligence. Dylan needs to stop taking too many bad shots and bricking all of his shots and instead try to be more of a facilitator and pass the ball and play the unselfish basketball that Taylor Jenkins preaches. And speaking about Taylor Jenkins, if he's going to allow this to continue on, he has the power to take him out of the game. Because of Dylan and his constant bad shooting on bad efficiency, there's no reason to keep him in the game other than for his defense, but I don't even know if it's worth his offense at this point. 
So when it comes to discipline, the Grizzlies definitely need to reflect on that, especially going into these next two games, but just into future seasons. Grizzlies overall just need to do better about shot creation, the shots they take, playmaking, ball handling, defense. It all is a discipline game. It's all trying to be refined in your craft and get better as a whole. And then as a result, the ceiling for this team can be raised. But like I said, I really have no complaints when it came to discipline with this Raptors team. They just took full advantage of their skills on this Grizzlies team. And as a result, this goes to my next point where they are completely dominant. This Raptors team was versatile. Everyone could shoot, everyone could defend, and it was very impressive. When watching this Raptors team, they were literally getting the points they want, and the only thing that was stopping them, honestly, was themselves. The Grizzlies failed too many times on defense with leaving literally anyone open. And like I said, with versatility, everyone can shoot. So we need to be making sure that we're still staying on that perimeter while staying in the paint. And it seemed like we were even learning from our previous mistakes in our previous games. And even when we were defending well, it didn't really make much of a difference as, for example, Pascal Siakam, when a defender was right in front of his face, he would just take high arc shots that would still be put in the basket. Jonas Valanciunas, for example, he's a fantastic post defender and post player, yet he was held to zero points by Marcus All because Marcus All was simply just bigger and stronger and was able to hold off Jonas. When the paint was packed, they would still score. They were still able to weave around the defense in their drives. They were still able to shoot wherever they wanted on the court by creating space. They were just incredibly dominant on the offensive side of the ball. And even when we were defending extremely well, their ball movement was impeccable. They were able to find guys that the Grizzlies were even able to keep up with. And it was just incredibly impressive. So like I said last episode, and like I said earlier in this episode, I simply just have high praise for this Raptors team. They are fantastic. They are defending champions, and they are going to make a deep run in the playoffs, and good on them. And this is a great learning experience for the Grizzlies for going against a really great team and for hopefully carrying this advice to the Celtics and Bucks games, even if they don't have their full roster on the court. I honestly find the Celtics and the Raptors as very similar teams. Now that just might be a very broad statement, but they are very similar in terms of their fantastic defense. This Celtics team is very impressive as though you wouldn't consider any specific person other than probably Marcus Smart as the most amazing defenders when they do it by committee and when they do it through Brad Stevens' system, they very much prevail on the defensive side of the ball. The Celtics have great drive and great hustle on defense and as a result, the Grizzlies greatly struggled in this previous matchup. They were just incredibly aggressive defensively as they didn't allow any space whatsoever and would go well past the arc to make sure their man had no space. When it comes to defense on our part, this Celtics team is a fantastic offensive force to be reckoned with, with players 1-5 through five being able to shoot just like this Raptors team. So we need to be making sure that the lessons learned from that Raptors game when it comes to defending the perimeter is taken in this Celtics game. We need to be making sure that we're setting up the defense quicker as they're a great transition offense team and they put many points in the fast break as shown in this previous matchup. We need to be making sure that we're staying down defensively as this team likes to pump fake a lot just like the Spurs did. The next thing that I want to talk about based on the previous Raptors game and the Celtics game is shot selection. Based on our performance in this Raptors game and in previous games, we need to have a good look of the shots we're taking like I said before, Dylan's going to have to stop shooting as much unless he's going to start making them. But even if he's making them, he needs to be making sure that they're uncontested and not triple teamed or double teamed. Grayson Allen has been fantastic in these bubble games, so we need to be taking full advantage of his three-point specialty and dishing out the ball to him more frequently. 
Dylan needs to start taking that Tony Allen approach where he's really great on defense and less so on offense. We just need to be making sure that Dylan is using his strengths to his advantage and not showing out those weaknesses. When we're talking more specifically about this Celtics matchup, this Celtics team is fantastic about packing the paint just like the Raptors are. So we need to have a look at should we do more drives or should we do more floaters or should we do more mid-rangers or should we take more threes because they're going to be able to defend each one of those in a very special way. Maybe we need to focus less more on drives as this Celtics team packs the paint so well, but if we are going to do more drives, we need to be making sure that we are drawing the fouls that we want and being more disciplined in that regard. Because like I said in that Raptors episode, I wanted them to do that with the Raptors because they packed the paint so well, but we didn't do that. So hopefully we can take that lesson learned from that Raptors game and put it toward this Celtics game. I just think the Grizzlies need to read the defense better and just choose their shots accordingly. And if they're able to do that, they can cause less bricks and they can cause less turnovers and as a result, we'll be able to score more points. So after talking about defense and shot selection, the last thing I want to talk about is opportunity. As of recording this episode, we aren't sure if the Celtics or the Bucks are going to bench their best players. We very much hope they do, and it makes sense because of the way that the Celtics and the Bucks clinched their spot in the playoffs, but we just aren't sure. But in the case that they do bench their players, we need to take that opportunity and take full advantage of it. This Celtics team is deep, and there's a reason why they're the third best team in the East, and they have a great chance to be contenders for the championship. Even if they do bench their best players, their fringe starters and their bench players are fantastic in their own regard and we need to be making sure that they aren't getting the best of us in this must win game like i said before we just need to take these learning opportunities and these learning experiences from the previous games win or loss and put that towards the next game and like i've said before with the celtics and the raptors being very similar this is a fantastic game to do so So to recap, we just need to do better on the defensive side of the ball ourselves, and that great Raptors defense definitely showed us what we have to be going up against when it comes to this Milwaukee team and this Celtics team. When it comes to discipline, this Raptors team was incredibly disciplined, and we have a lot to learn from from that game and from that team when it comes to our shot selection and how they fouled and how we need to start fouling. And then their dominance. They were very dominant, and that's going to carry very much over into the Celtics game, who are also a very dominant team. And then when it comes to the Celtics game, defense as well, just like this Raptors team they are very defensive oriented they're very defensive minded and they're very good on the defensive side of the ball and with shot selection like I said with discipline we just need to be making sure that we're doing better when it comes to reading the defense and being able to take good shots and then finally with opportunity whether they bench their players or they don't it doesn't matter who's on the floor as long as we end up with the win and so we just need to be taking full advantage and full opportunity of what's happening in the game and that will lead us to do very well against the Celtics and Bucks team. So I want to thank y'all so much for listening to the Airballers podcast. My name's Davis. If y'all want to leave a five-star rating on Apple Pod or listen on Spotify, that would be very much appreciated. Just let all your friends and your fellow NBA fans know about the podcast, and y'all have a good one.